Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So today, I'm bringing on a gentleman that, honestly, it's been hard to remember how I connect with all these people, but I believe literally mutual friends and then might even been an actual cold call email, which I don't always respond to, by the way. And uh, so we'll have to uh, refresh on that. But our co-host today is quite intriguing. I mean, he's a rogue risk taker. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, rogue risk taker. Turned entrepreneur and national thought leader in digital marketing and branding. So he and I are going to vibe because I love talking about these subjects. He's the co-founder of Penji. That's P as in Peter, E-N-J-I. We'll be sharing that on the video feed. Penji.co, ladies and gentlemen. It's an unlimited graphic design service for marketing teams. And I want to bring that up on today's show because there's not a lot of people doing this business model. And long story short, it provides jobs and internship opportunities to people right in Camden, New Jersey, students and residents, because that's where he's airing from today. So without further ado, Jonathan Grzbowski, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, did I nail the last to- name? Dude, you didn't even prep. You didn't even ask me before Woo! the show, and you <laughs> nailed it. Um, I always like to say, like, if you're trying to pronounce my name, you can one, you can sneeze, and that usually does it. And number two, <laughs> uh, you break it down in three syllables. So, Grizz, Grizzly Bear, Bow, as in you're bowing, Ski, as in you're skiing. Well, I, I think the only reason why that helps me is because I am a skier. So that's usually on like I saw that it's like fifty percent of my feed normally in the winter time. So. Yeah, I saw that. You're you're definitely an avid skier, and I know where you're from, and and where I'm from is is primarily more. Uh, I like to say I'm from the streets. Uh, Dude, I, you're I, in I'm Camden, not... man. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no yeah, offense, Cam- Camdenites. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, it's it's a beautiful place, uh, and and I'm excited to talk about it. And Philadelphia, I, I grew up in Northeast Philly too, and nice. and uh, I'm not I'm not doing the whole uh, woodsy thing. I'm more of a city boy, so. <laughs> Hey, that's cool. We were just vibing about that because literally as we're recording this, and usually, ladies and gentlemen, our, our show's within two weeks. So you'll probably see some of this on the Live the Fuel feed, but this weekend I'll be down uh, competing at a two-day CrossFit comp in Philly, right? Because we're connected on Philly. And then I'm back again on Philly on Thursday for that big, uh, I don't know what the heck they're calling it. This It's from Success Resources. They're calling it the National Achievers Conference, but you know, big names that you and I both know, and hopefully more of our listeners are starting to learn about, especially those millennials that we're trying to help positively influence, but people like Tony Robbins, Les Brown, uh, you know, the crazy Gary Vaynerchuk, (laughs) emphasis on crazy. Um, You're familiar with all these guys, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say one of those uh, people in particular was a, a huge influence in my life in the very beginning of entrepreneurship. Um, And then, and then I kind of just grew up and then realized that, you know, I don't really need to look at somebody else's life. Uh, I can, I can figure it out on my own. I can, I can, I can take away uh, the experiences that I've had in my life and, and not have to worry about other people's successes. Uh, and I think that's like a big part of my story too, is, is, is that just figuring it out on your own. It, it, you can get a, go a long way just by trying to do it on your, on your own with a team um, and not have to look at social media and all these other stuff in order to you know, feel or be successful. You know, I like the fact that you kind of hit on that, not looking at social media, even though you and I both know there are powerful platforms when used in the right way uh, for growing brands and growing your marketing presence, or if just nothing else, getting 
I, what I'm trying to do, positive motivational content out there. Like I'm not the negative Nancy. So I, I like the fact you hit on that because a lot of people do sometimes try and emulate other people's lives or other people's mm-hmm. lifestyles, which listen, if that inspires you and motivates you, awesome. But in the end, you don't need to be me and you don't need to be Jonathan, right? It's about exactly. finding your place using that motivation and that inspiration right, in, in a positive way. But I like your point on eventually it's like, dude, you got to work on you. Like, what is you, man? What do you bring into the online space or to the next coffee luncheon you step into? Like, why are you yep. unique? Yeah, I, I would say that is exactly what you need to do. I, I, and I, I'll give you an example of that. Um, when we first started, we had an agency prior to what we have now, uh, which which was a uh, pre Penji. Pre-Penji, yeah, exactly. Pre-Penji. And, and a lot of what we did at the agency was um, stemmed from uh, past experiences and influence from outside outsiders, and one in particular, Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, you get on the train of watching these videos, and you're like, you know what? Like, I'm amped up. I'm ready to go. I could do this, too. Like, this guy can do it. I can do it. Um, and then what you realize is that it, you, you become unfulfilled after a while because you realize that you're literally just living a life that wasn't necessarily made by yourself hmm. and you're taking influence from outside resources. You're taking influence from third parties. And I mean, the list goes on and on and on. You're just not you. It's not authentic to yourself and to your person. And, and so that, that kind of went for five years or so where that was the, the, the MO it was living a dream that wasn't necessarily set by yourself. And, and it was set by surrounding influences and, and people and parties. And, and then it, 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 you, like I said, you become unfulfilled and you're like, why am I doing this? You know, like why, what is the purpose of this thing? And uh, the why, yeah. And then, and then what happened was crazily enough. And I, we can always go into this whenever the questions asked is just like, why did we start Penji? It was the culmination of just like past failures um, and the future of what we believe is marketing, the future of what we believe is design and how people should start thinking about content, um, for their business. And that leads us to like where we are today. Hmm. I like it. I like it. Well, see, and I love the fact that once I dug deeper into your brand before I brought you on, uh, well, actually really once I approved you and we, we had you already book. I was like, all right, let me dig more into this guy. When I have yeah. the free time, I try and do a little bit of research into people. Yeah, and sure, sure. Like, dude, you are literally my target audience. I mean, you are an entrepreneurial millennial. Am I am I wrong on that? You're probably uh, on the yeah. up, you're probably on the higher echelon of millennial. I don't know your age; it doesn't matter. But oh yeah, I'm uh, 29. Yeah. Um. So I'd say, I'd say, I'm like in the middle. I'm like the I'm in the 60 tier because the millennials now are like 30. 33, 34. Right. Um, and then I don't know what the, yeah, See, I, maybe. I used to think I was on the cusp because I, I was, I'm definitely Gen X, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm the ripe four O, but we, I was like, everybody's like, Whoa, you're 40. I'm like, I know. Right. So weird. <laughs> um, I'm about to hit 30 and it's like freaking me out, but dude, we all get there, right. Uh, we could pause on that in this show right here, right now. Uh, My thirties were epic. Nice. Just saying now. And I will right. tell you out of respect for Philly, that's where I went for my thirtieth. Okay. We I rented a, a one of those like uh, like big square 
limo buses. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was cool. Well, we ran it up here in Allentown. Or actually, it was in Bethlehem when I used to live in this historic city of Bethlehem. And I got together my, my party friends. And then I got together my, my cycling circle friends, all the guys I mountain bike with and road bike with. And we do like hundreds of miles and thousands of miles every year with. I'm like, all right, fit dudes and party dudes. Party dudes, Combined. Yeah. Let's see how this social experiment goes down. Yeah. It sounds like uh, it sounds like it. it uh, the social experiment ended in uh, a lot of beer and like maybe a hundred to two hundred push-ups while drinking the beer. Uh, one guy did almost try and beat up a taxi, the car itself. Nice. Um, this is, this is like e Honda style and like Street Fighter. Dude, or? I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know what went down. Like all of a sudden, I turn around and my buddy's like upset with the taxi guy because I guess he almost hit him in the crosswalk. And I'm like, dude, nice. that's Philly. They get right yeah. up close and personal. It's all yeah, good. Exactly. That's just how you say hello. Yeah, back down. He's just giving you a little tap of love. It's, it's yeah. the city of love. Exactly. He did not do well with that. Um, nice. <laughs> we had. One, I mean, at one point, one guy was chugging an entire bottle of uh, hot sauce, but I threw cash on the table, and it's my. It was you know my birthday. Uh, Right. Hey, you do whatever the hell you want. uh, But I was like, dude, it's like, I'll throw 20 in on that. Next thing it was like $200 on a table. We're at dinner in Maniunk at the Maniunk Brew Pub restaurant. Yes. That's where we were. There's like 15 of of us are in there. And I'm like, just because they put this giant bottle of hot sauce in the middle of the table. And for some reason, we thought it'd be funny to get somebody to drink it. Nice. uh, He had to, but part of the, in order to take the cash, Ladies and gentlemen, please do not do this. <laughs> this is, uh, I'm sharing a very fun story. Uh, I figured you'd get a kick out of it. This is what we, people we do. And believe me, there's like this This dude was six foot five rugby player. Jeez. FYI, hands that could palm my head, and he's a computer programmer. Get that. Not anyway, bad. So he, pint glass. Sounds all, like a bad. All the hot sauce, pint glass down, but he had to keep it down for five minutes mm. to get the cash. Not allowed to drink or eat anything during that five minute period. I'm I'm gonna assume that he did it. Oh, he did. Yeah. And we're like, oh, you want? Sure. He stands up. He's like, "What the cash?" He's like, "Hold that for me. I'll be right back." Right, uh, right to the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> he came back and he's like, "Hold on a second. Grabs the cash, goes back, comes back again. I'm like, "What happened?" So they have like a bathroom attendant there. I guess that's mm-hmm. common in Philly. I mean, it's a brew pub restaurant. Like, why do you have a bathroom attendant? Anyway, yeah, he's, he came back. He's like, I had to tip that guy like 40 bucks. I'm like, why? He's like, just don't go to the end stall. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, we're way off the topic, but I just had to share. It's, there's so story. many adventures that happen in Philadelphia. I've done athletic stuff down there too, but that's just, you know. I mean, there's so many adventures that, that, in, that you have in life. Um, I think, you know, going using the fitness uh, metaphor, um, you know, it, it's literally a... A marathon and you have to be able to pace yourself and figure out what works and you know maybe mile one might be different from mile three and uh you might need to run a little bit harder a little bit slower um uh, in order to pace yourself but you know there's ebbs and flows of and a roller coaster of, of of all things business and entrepreneurship and you have to kind of just wrap your head around the whole thing in order to figure out what works best for you well with penji the, tr- the transition you kind of are basically hinting at right like the first agency was part of that training right the training for the marathon and then realizing okay it's race time and is this the is this the is this what i want to move forward with in my athletic career so to speak right yeah. <laughs> and oh, then yeah. boom you got you guys say wait a minute let's let's create this penji concept and i mean just some key words that pop up to me when i look at you guys and your brand and what you guys are doing i see you know, teamwork. I see community, right? Working with students. And, and, uh, I mean, a buddy of mine works in Camden. You're probably familiar with, uh, super Joe Pardo. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's, yeah, always, he's, he's in uh, Camden a lot. So he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. He's an awesome dude. Are you going to be at the at MapCon this year, the podcast conference? More than likely, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to go out the past couple of years and I haven't been able to, but um, yeah, he's that's amazing. Your, that's your backyard, man. Yeah, he, he, I mean, him and I are on like message basis because he works in Camden. I work in Camden. We're always trying to help each other out and you know, what he does for Hope Works and for his podcasts and show. Um, he's just a good, he's good, good people. Oh, yeah. I got to, well, I've been there twice. Actually, his uh, two years ago, that MapCon was the week I launched the show. Nice. So then last year, he invited me back to actually speak. Nice. And I also spoke at his last year, his DreamCon conference. Obviously, he's since rebranded the podcast away from DreamCon, but every year he would celebrate people's dreams and what they were influencing with the DreamCon conference. It was a great thing. So, yeah, no, it is. Uh, yeah, so Joe, Joe's a good guy. Shout out to Joe Pardo. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, so Camden, man, students, community, uh, and then obviously... Uh, letting you got letting you and your community of of designers really channel all that energy and that creative mindset and all those talents into basically services for people who want to work with Penji, right? Yeah, yes. I mean that was it. So when we Some created when we created Penji, we um, we created the tool for we created a tool for us hmm. in order to scale because what we were trying to do within the agency was to find a way to, to make a better, uh, to make our services more efficient and better, uh, faster, smarter, stronger, et cetera. And we realized after creating it, we were like, holy crap, this is actually something that like could actually sell to a more widespread audience. And, um, and, and, and so we created Penji under the pretense of not having any software at all. We just literally had an idea and we're like, you know what, that we think that this could work. And then we decided, well, well, yeah, maybe it can. Um, we need to get collect data and we need to collect resources. We need to find out, is this something that actually makes sense to people? And we ended up realizing that, you know, it is. And we got our first hundred customers relatively pretty quickly. Um, and can then we got our give first- us a hint to what's relatively quickly. Cause some people are probably like, wow, this sounds really cool. How do you do this? How does this business work? I mean, what's yeah. a, was it obviously faster than a timeline you were expecting? Um, that's a good question. I'd say yes, okay. uh, definitely faster than 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 we expected. I, we got our first two hundred customers uh, in in about three and a half four months. Wow! And we did that because we did the the research ahead of time before we launched. Um, we reached out to the people that were our customers, so they knew who we were, they knew what we offered, and we asked them ahead of time, like if we build this will you buy it? And the answer was like, yeah, they, they will. But a lot of what we did in the very beginning was uh, completely unscalable. Like everything we did was unscalable from the, uh, the emails that we sent to the, um, to the conversations that we had, we were just trying to, we're in data mode, we're in data collection mode. Um, and once we collected the data, then we started to realize what we had to do in order to move forward. So now, even though we did unscalable things at the first 100 to 200 customers, um, towards the tail end of the 200, now we are really starting to figure out, okay, this is what makes sense. This is what works. This is how we're going to move forward. Um, and so now everything that we do is based off of data. Now that we, everything that we do is based off of rhyme, reason, logic. And I think that's the best way to run a business. It's the best way to to um, to to scale an organization because if you're not 
running your business off of data and you're just going in blind, so to speak, you can't give a realistic expectation on what you could receive from the business, like out of the business. So if you put in a hundred dollars on, uh, towards advertisements, well, how many sales are you going to be able to get from that? Or if you put a hundred dollars towards, um, hiring a data miner or a cold caller or a cold emailer, what is the return on your investment on that? So knowing that and realizing that a lot of the organ, like where your clients are coming from and then asking your clients where they came from hmm. is critical because then you can look at the data and go put all the information that you want on a sheet and you can say, okay, well, a hundred people came from the uh, 50 people came from this angle. 25 people came from this uh, 30 people came from that and look at it from a chart and just being able to put it on a wall and just survey it. You'll clearly see where your clients are coming from mm -hmm. and what you need to do in order to get the same type of clients over and over and over again. Now, now obviously I, I think that's important what you've clarified here. Right? I mean, cause we've been screen sharing this whole time. So for our audio listeners, right? The true podcast listeners out there, I mean, their, their business is pretty simple, right? You submit your request, you get feedback and revisions, and then you improve and download files, okay? It's really, really simple. When you go to their website, again, Penji, P-E-N-J-I.co, uh, right when you land on the page, it's kind of an interesting thing. You don't normally see this on a site that's a service provider like these guys, but it says our registration's open in green, opens green, but it says 215 of 300 slots filled. So what you just got done explained to us about the importance of statistics and data, right? It's important to, at least from time to time, review that data. Uh, see, I'm the guy. I'm very analytical. I, I had mm -hmm. to look at that stuff too. Yeah, yeah. So, because that's how, I'm more of a strategist. I'm not the, I'm not you guys. <laughs> mm -hmm. I need, I, I work with people like you guys. I'm like, dude, yeah, people who have the ability to sit there and I have a creative mind, but I've never been like the hands-on artist. You know, well, I'll be honest with you. I'm not that either. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably more like you. I, I can't design. Um, I know what looks good. I know what looks right. I know. Yeah, we I have know. the vision. The vision. Yeah, but I, I can't design as well as what you see on the screen right now. Um, <laughs> Which, by I, the way, I love the runner integrated into the stone. Oh, I got to zoom on yeah, that. I love the runner cool. integrated on the Star Wars. Look at that. That's sweet. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I know you can't see this in video, but in the audio world, picture like the Star Wars logo with like space behind it. And they just got this runner like inside of Star Wars. Um, and again, go look at the YouTube feed later if you want to see what I'm talking about on the screen share. It's pretty badass. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah. 5k run. So is, is that a local run? Um, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's local here. Um, I'm almost positive it's not around here, but we have clients all over the United States, all over the world. We have yeah. clients in India. We have clients in uh, the UK, France, uh, Spain, um, Canada. I mean, we have them all over. So I don't know exactly where that is, but that's fine. Um, but wait, yeah. let's let's go back to our little thing that I was about to kind of get you to clarify for us because it's like okay. We're talking about data statistics. You just admitted that you're not the creative guy. You're more into that mindset like I am. But obviously when people come to this site, we're heavily focused on, hey man, you know, you, you buy in and you have access to unlimited graphic design, unlimited revisions at one flat monthly rate. So obviously this is almost like, almost like a membership type of thing. Like you get access to our team on a mm -hmm. monthly basis and it's a free for all, so to speak, <laughs> within reason, within reason. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when it comes back to those statistics and data though, is that something you do help some of these clients with 
or is that something that's kind of layered into the service that you don't really see right up front? The strategy piece? Right. Yeah. We were just talking about the whole data thing, everything else. Yeah. So I would say no to the strategy because that would, then we would become graphic consultants and that's right. not necessarily something that we want to get involved in because you have to look at the price point, right? The price point is $349. Mm-hmm. So in order for us to do the graphic design unlimited and also be able to, to provide some type of consulting aspect um, from a business and unit economics perspective, it would just be a disaster because the minute you jump on a phone call and to provide strategy, um, you know, it, it, it can be like cumbersome, but mm-hmm. primarily we are being told what to do. And if you have a question or if you're like, Hey, I don't really know what to, uh, I don't know what to, what to go in this route. Can you make a suggestion? Um, the short answer to that question is like, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of our clients are like, you know, I, 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 this is what I'm thinking, but I'm leaving it up to you as a designer. Uh, and then we would just ask basic questions. Um, we would be able to tell you and say like, yeah, this is, I like where you're going. Um, I think that we should do something like this instead. Um, and then the one thing that I have to say, and this is probably one of my favorite uh, portions of Penji, and that is the idea of scan my brand. Hmm. So what happens Please is when- find that. <laughs> yeah. When, so when you sign up for Penji and hypothetically speaking, you're like, I don't know anything that I need that I can do. I don't know how to do it. I don't, I don't know what I, what I really need. Um, what you can do is click on the scan my brand feature and we will literally scan your brand and go into whatever website that you want. And we will tell you what we think we should design better. So whether it's like a, a button on the website or a slider image, or maybe we go through your social media profiles because we want to be able to scan, uh, we want to scan this, your social media. Um, all you have to do is just let us know. And uh, it's all built within the software itself. So that's something, so when people, if people decide to give you guys a shot, because I, I would, before I stop the screen share, you guys got, you know, you're smart. You're doing a 14 day free trial, right? You don't want to make people, you're setting people at ease. I like the psychology behind that, right? Exactly. Like people sometimes get a little afraid. They don't want to be locked in. I'm like, okay, fine. Like give her, give her a spin. Yep. So in this situation, is that like a feature that's built in? Like once I'm in, I see that. Is that something you guys recommend? It's like, hey guys, one of our recommended services now that you're a member is, listen, if you ever want us to scan, this is what we can do. Yep. Yeah. So as soon as you go into Penji, you will be able to see the entire software of the product and service offerings that we give. Um, you can, the idea is as soon as you sign up, you will be able to submit your first design request in under three minutes or less. And then once you submit the design request, you'll be able to receive your design request in under 48 hours. Mm. And so that's just like our MO. That's what we want to be able to instill in our customers. And, um, you know, ultimately once you're able to sign up, we're about to launch a new website relatively soon that goes in and shows people exactly what we do. Um, And, like exactly what the Penji software looks like. Cause right now you can't necessarily see it. Well, not really software, the platform. Um, yeah. You can't really, you can't really see it, yeah, but it might be smart to do like a virtual screen share. Exactly. You're giving exactly. people like a virtual tour, right? Exactly. Yep. Yep. Without giving away too many trade secrets, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, like if somebody wants to go ahead and, and like steal the, the platform that we're using, I mean, listen, go, go ahead. Like, well, to be fair, it, stealing only goes so far, right? They, st- yeah. they don't know your architecture. 
They don't know exactly. how the structure was built from within. They don't know, they don't have the talent, right? So you have, yeah. you have a talent pool that you've specifically built as well as the infrastructure. Exactly. The concept, great. Let somebody else copy that because exactly. uh, I forget who said that quote. Somebody said basically, uh, you know, copying or, you know, it's, be, it's the best flattery, right? Like good. Yeah. Flatter me, copy my protocols. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and a lot of people do it and a lot of people have done it. I mean, we've even seen on a local level of people just taking the idea of unlimited graphic design. It's not necessarily a new, a new thing. No. There are a lot of competitors that, 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 that are out there. Um, I just think that like from our perspective, we have an emphasis on always being on time and being online. That's what we strive for. And so we have features of, of Penji on the platform that allows you to communicate directly with your designer. So um, the solopreneurs out there or the, the marketing professionals that are out there that are listening and the people who are generally interested in what it is that we offer and do, um, you can talk to a designer directly through Penji as if that they're on your existing team. They're just not in front of you. Now, so is that, is that app based or just web browser based? Web browser based, it will be, I'm sure, an app at some point in time. Cool. But right now, it's just web browser based, where just like you would talk to me on 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 Facebook Live, or excuse me, Facebook Messenger, or mm -hmm. Skype, or you know, text or whatever, yeah. you literally can talk to your designer. Like, what? There isn't a service out there that that I'm aware of, at least that that allows you to be able to just communicate directly in real time. And, and be able to get the feedback that you want in real time and be able to have the conversations that you want in real time. And that is important because having a reliable team, like if you hired somebody, Scott, and you're like, I need, um, I need to be able to talk to somebody. I need to be able to work with somebody. That, that interpersonal relationship of just communication is really critical. And so what happens if you're online at two in the morning? Well, we want to be there for you. Well, what happens if you're on... What happens if you're online at uh, six o'clock in, in, in the morning or eight o'clock in the morning, or maybe you're just like, you're doing lunch break at 2 PM. Um, we want to be online for you. We want to be there for you. And, and not necessarily like on a support level, um, cause that's kind of obvious, but from like an actual service level, a membership yeah. level, uh, cool. we always want to have that, that, uh, that person that's there for you whenever, whenever you need it. I like that because I, obviously I was doing some screen sharing right now and you clearly have that identified under the support tab of your site and you got an easy login and I showed the, the interface real simple. I mean, obviously your members or customers will already have access to this based on their email and their passwords. So, and I think yeah. that is smart because let's be real, when I get bored and, I, and I'm thinking about like new things to like screw around with or like I, I'm currently testing right now, I'll, I'll be transparent. Yeah. Um, I talk a lot about health, business and lifestyle. And those are like the three domains of sure. my, at least, at least specifically my podcast brand. Uh, but really, if you think about it, it's actually three domains across my, some of my income streams, right? Because I've done, I'm a huge health and fitness that I've been a ski race coach, a, a spinning and cycling instructor. I'm a CrossFit coach. So I have all this background and, uh, I've literally had people hire me to do nutritional coaching and lifestyle coaching and stuff. It's yeah. not, it's not something I push out there as part of core brand, but it is a service. Yeah. So I was like, hey, you know what, what the hell I'm going to take my live the fuel logo. And I submitted it, pardon me to Fiverr. Um, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, cause it's, you know, it's, it's dirt cheap, you know, international stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah. if I can't throw around and I tell clients this all the time too, from a branding perspective, I'm like if you can't afford to throw around five to $10 just to test something, Exactly. Like you don't know what it's going to look like. Now, granted, I've yeah. gotten stuff back. It looks like complete ass. I mean, it's just like, yeah. what? 
the hell is this? And I immediately kill the transaction immediately and I find a different person. Because like I, I do look at the first concepts. And yeah. the person I just did this with the other night, they sent me a first round draft. It's 60% of the way there. I'm like, you know what? Let me, let me, see, let me see how far she can go. You know, she's somebody in India, but I'm having fun with it. It's just something fun. Yeah. Like it's five, ten bucks. Let's see, because I wanted to, I wanted to take the Live the Fuel logo. I'm like, hey, create a health, business, and lifestyle spherical concept off of this. Like yeah. how to create a brand within a brand, or brands within a brands, or logos yeah. within a logo. I know you know what I'm talking about. So yeah. Well, so, okay. So in that same breath and, and this happens like that scenario happens a lot, believe it or not. Um, I would argue that, or at least ch challenge the status of like, well, if you were to hire somebody on like a fiber or, or like another website, uh, like a freelance website, you have to go in and interview the person, make sure that they, that they do it right. So that's time. Yep. Yeah, um, you got to fill out, a, I mean, I'm always very detailed. I got to fill out a whole paragraph of instruction. And then to yeah. your point, how many times I got to follow up? They're like, they're always trying to clarify something. And usually they don't yeah. get back depending on their time zone until exactly. four hours later, back to your exactly. real time, your real time chat feature. Like <laughs> exactly. luckily this is not, trust me. I tell you all the time, if you're doing Fiverr for an on-demand immediate required service, bad idea. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, nothing against it. You know, I think Fiverr has, actually has a really good value that they, that they implement. And, and I think it's a great business model for, for the right thing. But I would say like, okay, if you have to hire somebody internally, if you have to um, have conversations constantly in order to just get the, get the thing right. Um, and maybe like in your situation, you tried one, you didn't get it right. You had to cancel and you had to try again. Now what happened, hypothetically speaking, what happens if you have to cancel uh, the, uh, the, the relationship with this person as well? Um, then you have to request for your money back. And then like, there's a whole long thing. And so like, what happens if there was a service that you could just go on, you know, that they're there for you, you know, that they're going to get it right. Um, maybe not the first time, but they're going to work with you in order to get it right. True. I mean, that's, that's worth its weight in gold. You know, like that, that relationship is critical to a business's success. And that's kind of like why we created what we created, because we want to be able to be that company that's there for you no matter what, what it is that you need and, and what time of day that you need it. So let me ask you, I mean, we've been talking a lot about business and obviously that's part of this, our domains. Yeah. Do you, did this passion for this type of thing, did this come from your own, I don't know, horror stories as a, as a client? Like we, cause obviously just because you guys had an agency before didn't mm -hmm. mean you guys didn't work with other agencies when you needed to work on stuff above your skill level and stuff. I'm sure you guys outsource stuff. So believe it or not, no, we didn't. No, really? No, no, we kept Intriguing. everything. Yeah. We kept everything in house. Um, and like the overarching, which is maybe bad now looking back at it. I don't, I can't really say for certain, but, um, yeah, we, we, we really like, we really were just trying to scale the internal process and we wanted to do something that was bigger than ourselves. Like an agency is very inter like it's a one-on-one -on -one relationship with that you and the client, mm -hmm. which is, which is great. Um, and you're only as strong as your next sale basically. And the buying process is longer. Um, and the relationships are valuable, right? Cause you can actually meet with them for a beer and do whatever it is, but you're not solving a wide enough problem. You know, your problem isn't large enough. Um, and so what we decided with Penji is, okay, well, this is a huge problem that we're solving because a lot of people like yourself, and you literally just admitted that that was a problem that you had of finding that reliable designer. 
This happens constantly on a routine basis. And, and so that's what really helped us solidify that this was the right move was how big was the problem that we were solving and was it rewarding enough for us to, you know, actually want to go about doing it and which we did. I, I I actually bring up because we're totally vibing here. I'm loving it because like, for example, on Fiverr, um, I've actually found a really good guy that does a decent job on green screen video editing. I don't, I don't think this is something you guys do, right? No, yeah. no, definitely right. not. So my one client, I've been trying to help her stand out in the uh, HVACR industry, like H- heating, air conditioning. We take all that stuff yeah. for granted, but it's a million billion dollar industry. So, oh yeah, but it's so old school and archaic. <laughs> yes. So anyway, so uh, I've been doing a lot of green screen video content at her office. We set up a full green screen area out in her warehouse, like to shoot video and stuff. And then I'm like, listen, I'm just going to use a Fiverr dude. Like I'm paying this guy like, hey, get rid of the green and stick those brands that her company represents, like stick their logos in the backdrop as we're talking about the product. Like I'm not a professional video dude, but it already looks better than what most stuff is out there. (laughs) So anyway, that's fine. And it took me Mm -hmm. only one attempt to find a decent guy. He's he's good on communication. He's turning it around. Uh, I I think he's actually from Pakistan. And I was like, you know what? Good job, bro. But back to your point, when it comes to like graphic design, dude, the database is so massive. Um, and you're right. I, in, the, in the Fiverr world, I'm giving people truth here. You have to go through and read reviews. You got to look at the star ratings. You got to look at the quality of their work. Um, and then very, very often, I will never put a client's product or, or design needs in front of that designer until I've tested them out myself because uh, I don't well, want to waste their money or my money for exactly. that matter. Yeah. I mean, to that same breath, um, you're spot on. The, the thing is that like what we work with is people who are doing it on a daily basis that need stuff on the hour. Yeah, on so, demand. Like basically, you know? if I'm a marketing branding guy, which I am, but if all of a sudden I started saying, hey guys, um, we're, we're doing some aggressive campaigns, ad campaigns, stuff like that, and they're just, they just start pumping stuff out, this is exactly what I would recommend to a client. Like, all right, guys, I'm not your graphic designer. And if you want stuff fast or relatively quick and turnaround because – you didn't listen to me and plan out a proper timeline. And you want, mm-hmm. and you, you, this is, this is another reason why you need people like you because <laughs> mm-hmm. you got, everybody wants everything now. Mm-hmm. I was like, then here you go. Like, for mm-hmm. example, literally when we're done with this, I have to train my clients. Uh, I do sales training too. So I'm training her uh, employee up in new England, I've been coaching and developing him uh, and uh, another millennial. Um, so he's awesome. Shout out to Ron. And, but then after that, she and I are getting on to talk about marketing projects. And I sent her a couple of, uh, just samples of flyer designs that I put together on Canva. Once again, I'm not a designer. So she's already like said, well, this looks busy. This looks busy. And I'm going to go ahead and get on the phone later. I'm like, Jen, I love you, girl. Mm. But reminder, I can do many, many things, but where do you want to invest what you're paying me? on the right projects, on the right skill sets. Mm-hmm. If you're okay with me just tossing around a couple concepts here and there, and then you want to play with it, fine. But remember, you're the CEO. You're the founder of your company. Where's your time best spent? Mm-hmm. And if we're going to start rolling out, if we're going to start rolling out all these flyers for training documentation, like it's not just a flyer, actually. These are going to be like marketing PDFs. Almost like, not, a, not the white paper world, if you know what white papers are. Yeah. Um, I think white papers are still a big deal. 
it's kind of old school, but still works for the right industry. We're yeah. obviously trying to get things more graphic and exciting, but I was like, listen, eventually we're going to reach a point where you got to pay to play. Like I'm mm -hmm. not, I'm not going to make that look that amazing. I can only yeah. take it so far because I'm not a designer. <laughs> yeah. You got to know your role. I, and I think, um, you got to know your place. You have to, you have to understand your strength. You have to understand your weaknesses and be able to hire based off of that. Um, and that goes for the world of fitness too. And I know that's something that's really important to you. It's oh, yeah. also really important to me uh, is that idea of, of working out in fitness. And so like I know from a phys physiology uh, uh, level, I know what I need to work on from like a core perspective or from like a, like a workout perspective in order to get me to where I need to be. Um, but I also know what I'm really strong at. And so for business, you have to be self-aware and, and, and it's really hard to just say like, well, become more self-aware. You have to experience it too. Um, and you can't, you don't understand it unless you put yourself out there in those situations and doing the work that, that are needed, um, that you don't necessarily want to do or can do, but you still do it anyways. Yes. I, I love the fact you bring that up because, uh, you know, you know, you have to get it done. You don't really want to do it, but you still do it anyway. Isn't that yeah. kind of like a message that people need to kind of cut through in life in general? It doesn't matter if we're talking about health, fitness, uh, uh, heck nutrition, your business, startup, entrepreneurship, lifestyle in general, love. <laughs> I think mm -hmm. this kind of spans the, the, you just hit on something that was huge. Like, listen, in the end, you know, that's got to get done. It's yep. just, do you want to invest the time to do it? Or are you going to look for a teammate, a partner, or somebody to help you get it done the right way? Yes. It comes down, these, it comes down to, and there's no right or wrong answer, I, guess, I, I think, on this, right? Let's think about that because there's different timelines for these decisions. Mm -hmm. There's different impacts. There's different uh, priorities depending on people's goals in general. I'm not mm -hmm. sure this ever comes up with discussions with you and your clients. Oh yeah. It comes up all the time. Um, you just have to be able to, you have to listen to, you have to, you have to listen to what it is that the customer wants or what it is that the, that the employee wants or team member wants, um, and be able to find a solution based off of, off of what it is that they're, that they want at the end of the day. Do they just want to be heard? Do they want to be, um, do they want the design done in, in like an hour, even though that may not be realistic, um, <laughs> it could still be done. So finding that out and then finding a solution, um, you, you're as a founder, you're constantly trying to put fires out in different areas. And, and so it's just, uh, it's psychologically, you have to be prepared. You have to be ready and prepared for that. Yeah. This, this came up yesterday. Uh, I can't really talk about it because it's kind of like, there's no NDA, but I'm possibly sort of kind of helping with an Indiegogo campaign. Yeah. And I reached out to him cause he's a buddy of mine from the West coast. And, uh, it's, it's, it's an exciting project. And I told him, I'm like, listen, I'm a big fan. You and I are friends. We've backed each other a couple of times. It's like, if as like this Indiegogo campaign will be happening. Mm -hmm. And I told him, I was like, if you want to kick ass with this campaign, you need a team. And even Indiegogo tells you this in their recommended tips. Like you do not do a crowdfunding campaign alone. Like mm -hmm. you need a team. This is you, this is your creation. This is your vision. But now I was like, find the people like me, like, dude, I told him like, I don't want anything. I was like, just, I will start putting together team calls, running a, running a video. I had the zoom system, the video system. Like, dude, I got all the tech. Yeah. He's not yeah. techie. Dude. If you just want to have a weekly call, we got to get, like, bring your people together. Who's your graphics guy. 
He's like, graphics? I'm like, yeah. This campaign's got to look cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you got to entice people to want to invest in this. Mm-hmm. Um, who's your vi- he, he does have a video guy. Uh, he does have a good online community. He's got a guy who runs the community for him. I'm like, these are the people. It's like, we need to all keep you on the same page. Um, so that's just something I was reaching out to him on because I'm like, I, I knew, I know him. And I'm like, dude, yeah, I'm your strategist, man. Like, I'm willing yeah. to jump on the team. I'm not charging you anything because I believe in this project and I want to help you pull this off. Because I also know in the long run, he'll plug all of us. He'll if this if this yeah. if we pull this off, everybody will benefit. Like just from word of mouth, everybody's eating. Yeah, exactly. So the long story short, though, it's like people underestimate the power of crowdfunding, mm-hmm. and he's you know a generation older than us. So it's mm-hmm. like he he doesn't understand it. But everybody's mm-hmm. telling him, dude, you got to do this as an Indiegogo. And I agree. But I was like, there's a right and wrong way to Indiegogo. So I, I so last night and then again this morning, I pulled together all kinds of statistics that I, I, I pulled from online. from Everything stemming from 2011 until last year, just on average campaign donations, what they recommend, you know, putting video content, having good graphics, <laughs> and, and sent it over to him. Bullet pointed it real clean and simple. I'm like, here you go. Because he asked, he's like, please don't send me anything in paragraph form. I'm like, no, no, no. I know you, bro. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 boom. Here's all the hot points. But again, like, he has nobody on his team doing that for him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. You have to, you have to have good network. You know, you have to, you have to be able to uh, source good people, and you, you have to have fun while doing it too. And I, I, I can say, selfishly speaking, that this is, this is fun. I love what I do. Um, it's a blast being able to help people, being able to work with great organizations and be able to, um, but also be able to provide, you know, meaningful jobs to, and to, to others, I, I think is really, um, it's powerful. You know, it, it goes beyond what you, who you are as a, as a human. Yeah. I, I like the fact you're hitting on that because to a lot of outside people outside of Camden, um, maybe some people don't even know what Camden is. I know Camden cause I've driven through it. I'm not being rude. I'm just being truthful. There's some, it's just like Philly, right? There's good and bad areas. And I don't know. I think a lot of more bad than, than good, but unfortunately, right. Cause Joe yeah. Pardo's talked to me about it too. And we, and, but he loves going in there. He loves working with that non-for-profit. You guys aren't a not-for-profit, but I love the concept that you're pulling together talent and making things happen. I mean, what is there a, can you talk about the percentage of how many people in Penji or on the team from the Camden area alone? Is, is there uh, you know, virtual yeah. people too? Or um, So every person that is from the United States, 100% is from like Camden or has some type of tie to, to Camden. Oh, cool. Um, that's our, that's our, uh, that's our shtick, so to speak. I mean, we want to be able to keep hiring people that have, have had an affiliation from, from and with Camden. Um, Overseas, you know, we do we do have people, team members overseas, um, and, and you know they're not obviously from Camden, but no. we we still hire the same the same way because mm-hmm. we want to be able to provide opportunities to people who want to do better for themselves, and um, they may not be the most technical or they most ha- they have the most skill, but they are dedicated to what it is that they do. They're they're they want to be able to better uh, their lives, and, and and they're dedicated. They they're nice. They're fun. I mean, those are the types of qualities and people that, that we, that we want to put emphasis on. Um, you could be the best person in the entire world at design, but you can still be a pretty shitty person. That's so true. that's um, very true, man. There's a so, lot of, there's like, a lot of shitheads out there. Exactly. <laughs> so like, yeah, you know, we could definitely hire a, a, a talented person, um, and, and pay them whatever it is that they need to be paid, but 
at the, at the end of the day, like, are they a, a good human being and do they stand for the same things that we stand for? Mm. And so that's, that's something that's really important to us is that belief system. Um, and, and that trumps anything else that, um, that goes on is that ability to be dedicated and, and, and nice and kind and want to give back. Well, and I like the fact that you are working internationally because that shows that the platform you're building or have been building, um, it is obviously trying to support worldwide, you know, business needs, because let's be real Camden's East coast. All right. There's only yeah. so much time in the day. So if you're trying to have that real time support infrastructure, right? The, the chatting with your designer type of thing, uh, having people in other time zones will be crucial to help mm -hmm. overlap. Mm -hmm. It's just a no brainer. I mean, why do you think, exactly. why do you think big companies like call, have call centers in the Philippines and have call centers here in the States? It's to meet the different call demands and the time windows when people are available and need help. Yeah. Exactly. You nailed it. Yeah. I, I spent 15 years in the call center telecom space. So I did a lot of management and coaching in that world. And I know I, a lot of, actually I have colleagues that are still in it. Um, I spent five years with T-Mobile. That's a big, they had call centers. They had a, when I was there, we had 11 call centers just here in the U S. Um, and, but out of those only eight, I think at the time were actually company owned. The rest were outsourcers. Mm. So it's very interesting. So, yeah. but anyway, so listen, we're coming to the end of our, our slot. I like what you're doing, man. I mean, it's, I love the community piece. I think next time I'm down in South Jersey, we got to catch up. I want to, you know, sure. I, do you guys actually have like offices or are you guys all virtual? I, I, that's, that's what, I wanted to touch on that just for the lifestyle component. Is everybody like, can they all work virtually? Are they all virtually? Is there an office? I don't know. Yeah, there's, 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 uh, there's two offices oh. um, in, there's one in Vietnam. There's one here in Camden. Cool. Um, and you know, who knows in the next couple of weeks or so, you may, you may be hearing other, uh, other, uh, things that would be coming out. Um, don't, don't really know just yet, but I mean, we, do we need an office? You know, maybe no, technically you don't. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. Technically, technically no, but I think the idea of coming together and being able to vibe, I just think that you, I mean, I'll, I'll speak for myself on this. Uh, you vibe off of other people's energy. Mm -hmm. um, so the minute that somebody else is in a room that's having a positive day, you take that and you you fuel it within yourself. And the same aspect goes for um, in a negative day. So, you know, I, I'd, I'd say that like the office, like even if you are a nomad, a digital nomad, and you think you don't need an office, you still need to surround yourself with people. Um, That's actually proven at the psychological level. I have a regular sports psychologist that comes on once a month, uh, shout out to Dr. Megan. And because I studied psychology when I was studying marketing, we touched on that too, uh, was Important. human beings naturally, naturally need to be around our fellow man, woman, et cetera. And it's been proven that psychologically and emotionally, people who are loners, who hide away, it's not healthy. And th yeah. things can go terribly wrong. I'm just gonna say it that way. Um, yeah. As they mature and grow throughout life, um, yep. I can connect that to many, many tragedies that have yeah. happened just in this country alone. So, oh, and, I can... and I'm not a PhD. <laughs> You're right. You only play one on TV. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, only only when I, only when I stay at a Holiday Inn Express. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> but it, it, it's it's important. So even if you are a virtual, or I, I had on a, a, a digital. Sorry, he's the Rich Laptop Lifestyle Podcast, and I had him on. And he's from Israel, but he's currently living in Mexico. And then in another month or two, he moves somewhere else. Like he bounces around. But uh, he's always out and about, you know, he's learning to surf down there. He's so he's 
he's he's being with other people. He's staying mm-hmm. active. Mm-hmm. And I do agree with you. If if you are a completely virtual platform, that's cool too. But this is why I added in video, for example, on the podcasting. Yep, exactly. Right? Skype has video, but nobody's releasing video content to YouTube. But this mm-hmm. is so we can vibe a little bit better. And that's why I have portable podcast gear, because if and when I can ever get a chance to do an actual in-person episode, I take full advantage of that. That's how the show started. Everything was like, yeah. I was doing podcast episodes at Starbucks. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, dude, totally. Um, and, and I say this a lot, um, but there's a different vibe and connection that you have with somebody that when you're on a podcast versus, um, you know, just being able to have a phone call, being able to physically see somebody, um, you know, I see you, you see me, you hear my manners, you see my mannerisms and how I I'm see moving. Batman. You see Batman. (laughs) That's a nice, that's a nice figurine. That's newer gen Batman, right? Yeah. Left shoulder. Hold on. Give me one second. Oh, what do you got? What do you got? Oh, that's a big Batman. All right. So I, last night, um, (laughs) last night, I went to a movie uh, that just came out. Oh, you beat me to it already? I, I, I had to do it. So, um, what? Oh, are you kidding me? So I got the whole Infinity Gauntlet right here. Where, how it, the hell did you get that? Um, I got it online. It was like you know, a little bit of money, I guess, and depending yeah. on what it is you want for a stupid toy. But to me, it's a big is, toy. It's huge. So, ladies and gentlemen, he literally has the entire iron or steel fist, hand, glove, yeah, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Thanos's Infinity Gauntlet. So I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big comic book nerd. So I go to every single movie release. I don't care yeah, which I mean, family of comics it's from. Yeah, how can you not? I mean, they're they're just good times. It's my uh, childhood. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I mean, I'm not a huge. I, I I've never been to a comic con. I'm not that guy. But like my well, fiance I'm, doesn't I'm understand. Also that guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my fiance doesn't understand it because she knows I'm such a fitness and like. Yeah. like she's like. Where'd you, where'd you go the other night? I was like, oh, I went to the movies. She's like, alone? And I was like, yeah. well, if everybody's busy, I'm not going to miss out. I go yeah, to the, exactly. When I used to be a firefighter out west, I'd come back from my days off from being in the woods with 20 other dudes. I would look forward to going to someplace by myself and just be alone. <laughs> and I yeah. would go, I, I was, when I was living in Arizona, I would go to a movie theater. And, uh, and I know we're over our time. My bad here. We've got a couple of minutes here. Yeah. Uh, are you good right now? You're good. Yeah. Okay. So, I try to respect my co-host time, but yeah, I, I mean, that. in Arizona, we get back for our, our two mandatory days off. I always would see what was in the theaters. I'd go out to lunch by myself. I'd go get a massage. I'd go get chiropractic done. And then I'd go see a movie. And usually yeah. it's the movie in the middle of the day because you get a better deal. Oh, I love totally. it. I love totally. it. Yeah. And you, you get the same deal really late at night. Um, oh, really? Uh, but, Maybe yeah, down I mean, by you. Yeah. Down by me. I think I paid like $7 last at night. night? For- yeah, for eleven, it was eleven forty-five movie. Um, oh, that was a special release time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but I just remember I was like, you know, it's wow, okay. Uh, and I, I don't like seeing things in three D as cool. I have seen movies in three D, but when it comes to like, I stopped cin- spending the money. Yeah, the cinematography behind uh, this movie in particular is so, it's so, so good. CG. I'm not gonna obviously spoil anything, so you don't have to worry about it. But if I can make a recommendation to you, Scott, um, being that you are a fan. See it like as soon as this conversation's over. Um, like go ASAP to the movie theater and don't watch 3D. or don't look. Well, don't watch 3D. That's that's a given. Okay. But don't put any um, 
don't go on social media for the rest of the day. <laughs> I'm being serious. Admittedly, like, because I have the CrossFit competition this weekend, I'm I'm I'm, I'm unplugged. Like when I I'm all in on this. Good. I've already scheduled out my posts. I don't need to be on social media because I got everything Good. scheduled. So yeah, just don't don't talk to anybody. Uh, I've already don't. seen enough. They've already seen a couple of the teasers, right? The Good. early teasers. So I haven't seen anything else since because like now they're they're going to start adding more teasers in. I don't want to see that. So yeah, and, no. Just, I mean, they did a good job with Black Panther. That was. That, that was, was a special good. movie. I mean, Black Panther was was uh, amazing, and uh, you know the the whole Wakanda tribe is mm. is pretty awesome in in this one too. I just have you have to just see it sooner okay. rather than later. Game on! Uh, and and the people listening, I, I don't know exactly when this is going to be. Uh, It'll live. still be in the theater because I, this is going to this will be out probably in the next two weeks. So yeah, I don't have just the exact date. See it sooner rather than later. It is so 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 good. Awesome. Um, really great movie. Well, I'm excited for that. See, there we go. See, right at the end of the episode, we're geeking out about comics and and comic movies. And there you go, man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I hope that I'm your only guest with Thanos's. Uh, I have never seen that it. before, ever. Uh, I mean, you can. So I'm six two, right? Yeah. And so you can put it into perspective, dude. I'm six four, and that's that thing is huge. So, yeah. so <laughs> putting it into perspective, like this is my hand. So they tried giving a realistic size of what they portray in the comics of how this big that guy's This is exactly, yeah, this is the exact replica of like that's, how big he would be. That's if, bigger than the Incredible Hulk fist. It right? could be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. I mean, um, well, the Hulk can get bigger when he gets jacked up, but I mean, yeah. Um, hmm. All right. She just you just fired me up. See, this is why this is why you have fire in my logo, man. You never know what's gonna go. fire you up in life. Yeah. And we're fired up about movie releases and comics and giant hand toys with with there really with all the gems glowing, by the way, which is a nice <laughs> touch. So FYI, I know they keep redoing Batman, but I'll, I'll keep going and watching. Especially the yeah. newer the newer stuff. Love oh, it. Yeah. It's yeah. I've seen everything way back to the beginning, but uh it's cool to see the level of advancement they're going with. I do sometimes, depending on the movies. I get, sometimes it's too much CGI. So yeah, totally. again, I don't need your feedback on this one. I want to go and evaluate it myself. Um, but we'll see what they got. So yeah, I mean, I was just at the theaters last week, but I was there for the uh, the Super Troopers two release. So mm. and because uh, I love a good comedy, and I sure. was and that was a that was one of the rare, very very successful crowdfunded Indiegogo success <laughs> movies. So hmm. a lot of people don't know that was crowdfunded. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, they reached out to their fans. They said, "Listen, we're only be able to make this movie if it comes from you." She's like, hmm. "So, so if you make it, we'll, you know, if you fund it, we'll make it." <laughs> That's awesome. I, I didn't know that. Very yeah, cool. check out the data on that. It's crazy. So, well, listen, this has been an awesome show. Uh, next time in South Jersey, I got I got to reach out to you. Maybe we'll catch up, grab a cup sure. of, cup of Joe, and geek out about marketing and comics <laughs> hit me up man I'm always that. <laughs> uh, and i really do hope you do make it out to MapCon. i will be speaking again this year so cool. if you have a fellow podcast and yes i um let me know what your onboarding process is for your show yeah, and sure. we'll we'll record a session to go on yours so you got it man yeah we got yeah you got to give you got to give so Absolutely. but listen we close out all the podcasts with you as the guest co-host giving us the final words so is and i just love the underlying message behind what you're doing with the community piece. So is there an all encompassing message, especially with these hints of possible new things coming right later this year? So yeah. is there something all encompassing about where you're moving Penji next or what you're trying to like leave behind the world right now? Um, I just think that what we're trying to do is, is solve a, a big enough problem, uh, a huge problem that a lot of businesses have. And you know, we, 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 
we want to be able to fine tune our target audience, which I would recommend doing that for every business. Who are you servicing? Who are you targeting? How are you going to be able to speak to that individual um, if you've never spoken to them before in order to be interested in what it is that you do? So I, I'd say that is like the thing that I am most fixated on. Um, but from like a business and life perspective, I guess to give like add value and motivation, um, the most important thing I would recommend to people is just getting out of your own way. Um, checking your ego at the door, um, doing what you have to do in order to make yourself a better human being and uh, make yourself a, a better professional. Because if you let your ego take control uh, and you're not afraid and you are afraid to having it be tarnished just for just a little bit, um, you could stop and stun your growth as a, as a human being. So just get out of your own way, do what you got to do, do, do the work, put in the effort, and just be patient. I'd say that is the most important thing. Just be patient because the th efforts that you're doing right now um, is uh, you may not be able to see the fruits of your labor for the next three, six months or so. Um, or but you sometimes have to a couple of years. Yeah. Or sometimes a couple of years. Yeah. Um, but you have to be able to understand that um, and, and just understand that it, it's a process. As, as uh, Joel Embiid would say, you have to trust the process. Mm, like it. Well, listen, hang tight. I want to give you a proper goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to do one last screen share here. Check them out at penji.co, not .com. There's a lot of .co's out there now. I use them on some of my projects too. So penji.co. As we're recording this right here, right now, they have 215 of their 300 slots already filled by clientele. Uh, so this is basically an on-demand style service. Uh, you want to get in before they get uh, locked out. But again, guys, it's a process. You just heard it from Jonathan himself. Stay focused, stay true, keep working for it, don't give up, and remember to reach out to the right people, grow your network, and remember, I've said it many times, we are the product of the five people we spend the most time with, so take that quote and apply it to your business relationships too. So thanks again for tuning in to another Live the Fuel podcast show, and remember, we're here to fuel your health, your business, your lifestyle, and you too can live the fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel listeners. This is Scott Mulvaney, your chief intrepid officer, your podcast co-host and founder of Live the Fuel. Just want to take one to two minutes more of your time and give you a little extra value at the end of each of these episodes. Uh, first off, I wanted to make sure you guys got over to livethefuel.com and actually took advantage of my Super 7s resource guide. It's a free offer. And it just gives you uh, 21 different resources to fuel your own health, business, and or lifestyle success. Just some of the tools and applications that I've used and books that I've read uh, over the years to help me grow in a personal and a professional mindset. Now, while you're on the website, hop on over to the supported brands section. I created a new section on the website just to promote brands that I grow and have trusted in my personal and my professional life. I mean, there's, there's applications on there that I use in business-wise, but more importantly, healthy lifestyle-wise, there's companies that I've had founders on this show. Just a quick name drop them. You got Eat Pilly Nuts, you got Pure Vitamin Club, you got my connection with Isogenics since 2010, since I was wild and firefighting. Love to be able to help you get healthy and fit, lose weight or improve your athletic performance, or heck, in my case, I'm 40 now, age better. And uh, another quick little plug on there is Villa Capelli. Love their olive oil. And real quick note, Villa Capelli and E-Pilly Nuts, I have my own discount code. So go to lilyfield.com, click on the supporter brand section to get into the resources page, and you'll see my discount code. So enjoy that. Now, while you're on the website too, I've also now built another new tool for you guys, Fuel Library. So the Fuel Library is obviously, as it says, it's a library of the either digital audiobooks from Audible 
or physical books that I've either purchased, uh, borrowed, consumed, etc. Uh, heck, even actually half of these authors I've actually now had on the podcast. So feel free to go to Fuel Library. I've divided it into health, business, and lifestyle directed sections, and I've been building that out. I'm still looking to add a lot more content because there's tons of authors and amazing books out there. So again, go check that out as well. And then uh, two last things for you. One, please, if you get a chance, get over to iTunes and give this show a review. It's going to help us grow the exposure and help other people out there in the world find Live the Fuel and also find these amazing co-hosts I bring on here to help them influence and hopefully positively change their health goals, their fitness goals, their business startup goals, their lifestyle, etc. So please submit a review. I would love to be able to start reading your reviews on a future podcast. And the last thing I'm going to go in here with is my disclaimer. I'm throwing disclaimer in because honestly, I talk a lot about health on this show and business and obviously health and fitness impacts your lifestyle. So please, if you are suffering from a medical illness, a disease, etc., remember podcasts in general do not replace professional advice. So if you have concerns, please go obviously consult a professional. I do bring amazing professionals on this show, but in the end, this is free content that we're sharing over the podcast world. This does not replace obviously a one-on-one consultation, whether it be with a business consultant, a, uh, a lifestyle coach, etc., or obviously a health or medical doctor. So again, that's just my quick disclaimer. This is free content. Take it as such, but please see your professionals. Thanks for listening, gang. Talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.